Kia ora tato. this is the blog post from the 27th of May 2021. Are you afraid of the dark? The phases of te pō that lead up to the separation build the capacity within te ratua, the elemental forces or gods, in order to survive on their own, on the other side. The internal and external conflicts they had to endure to take action and leave the world they knew for one foreign to them in te ao marama. Everything they became in the world of light, all that we experience and enjoy today, is a result of what had formed and what was allowed to take shape in the darkness. Ideas, seeds, pepi, babies, all spend their time in te pō before transitioning earthside, into matter, into action. It's an essential part of creation for anything and everything. So what's your relationship with te pō? Are you afraid of the dark? Whether you interpret that to be loss, grief, failure, missed opportunities, rejection, isolation, loneliness, confusion, uncertainty, sadness or heartbreak of some kind, common connotations of the dark, how do you engage with it? Is it something you avoid at all costs? A place beyond the borders we must never go? Referencing Lion King there. Are they bad feels, thoughts or experiences to have? Or are they all good, natural, normal and part of whakapapa, of genealogy, process and cycles? For the last few months, a darkness of sorts was controlling parts of my life and I didn't realise how much until just this week. Like weeds that had overgrown in the mara, the garden, but mine only got that way because I refused to see them. I felt guilty about some of the thoughts I was having and I was embarrassed to admit that I was feeling a type of way. And so I found myself wrestling between wanting to take action and wanting to feel safe and comforted. Perhaps a similar wānanga or deliberation to what te ratua had when they were deciding on what to do and whether to stay between their parents or to separate them and step out of the darkness. I wanted to solve, resolve and even dissolve whatever this thing was and get on with the programme. But the only way to do that was to admit to the war raging on inside me. I collected a few taonga, a few gifts as I navigated the long night, which helped me ultimately surrender to how I was really thinking and feeling and saying them out loud. To myself, on the couch, with nobody else home. And there's something about doing that or even writing things down that makes them feel more real. In doing so, I freed myself from said thoughts and feels, and recalibrating my relationship with my own expressions of darkness, heaven and earth separated, and I found myself in a new world, a world of light, and one not determined or governed by fear. And this is a quote by Dr. Clarissa Pincola Estes. When we make efforts to intervene and fight our demon, it's one of the most worthy battles known. Even though we may hit ground zero, rock bottom, minus five, remember bottom is where the living roots of psyche are. At the bottom is where soil is best to sow and grow something new again. Darkness always phases into light, but darkness always comes first. Te Pōg built the capacity within te ratua to survive on their own. So what could these phases be developing anew for your journey? Tēnā tātou, hana. Okay, so a switch up in the tempo compared to the previous blog posts, which were quite aspirational and inspiring, I felt. (laughs) 
and really simple but powerful title for this blog post are you afraid of the dark or what's your relationship with it how do you engage with it and if we link that in with our purako about the separation which served as the catalyst for bringing about the world of light we transition from the darkness to the light and we go through our own forms of darkness like some of the ones i mentioned there and however you interpret it, whether it be loss, grief, failure, missed opportunity, rejection, isolation, loneliness, confusion, uncertainty, sadness, heartbreak, how do you engage with those things? And then a couple paragraphs down I shared how I hadn't realized how much in the darkness or how much of my life and how I was functioning, how I was operating was in that darkness you know I was scared I felt guilty for having the kind of thoughts that I was having I felt embarrassed I didn't want to admit them or acknowledge them but then in doing so I I stepped into the light in some way I liberated myself from those thoughts and feelings by accepting them admitting that that's what I'd done in my own intimate way and other ways I've done that in the past has been to write it down almost like a letter to myself which I usually keep or put in the fire and burn so it becomes a ceremony of some kind. Doing that, saying things out loud or writing them down makes them more real or it allows me to actually put my thoughts into order and to realize that actually they may be not as intense as everything seems in your mind where there are no boundaries, <laughs> like it's limitless, it's boundless, it's intangible, but when you actually put words to them, you put them in order as something you can identify and actually work with. And that kind of touches on the point in the previous blog post about getting the diagnosis and following through with the treatment or taking action is that when I go and engage in the darkness in this way, in this particular way, which, which doesn't happen often, but when it does, it is a long journey for me <laughs> to accept to acknowledge, to surrender, to say the thing out loud, to make peace with it and bring myself out of it again. But that's the that's the treatment plan that I follow. I think I could probably do a few things a little bit more effectively or efficiently, but that's where we're at at the moment. And tying it in with Dr. Clarissa's perfect, appropriate quote from her book, Women Who Run With The Wolves. When we make efforts to intervene and fight our demons, it's one of the most worthy battles known. Even though we may hit ground zero, rock bottom, minus five, remember that bottom is where the living roots of psyche are. At the bottom is where soil is best to sow and grow something new again. And so in doing that and getting to the bottom, <laughs> getting to that part of the darkness is where we can plant the new seeds and step up and stand up and step into the light again. And then just this last paragraph about how darkness always phases into the light. It's part of Whakapapa. We know this. This is the creation story. Te kore, te po, te aumarama. We know this. But it's another gentle reminder that darkness always comes first. So with those revelations, with the becoming our best selves or unbecoming what we're not, living in, stepping into our best life, the darkness always precedes that phase whatever or however you interpret that darkness and so i'll finish it with this with the title again are you afraid of the dark oh so good really enjoyed this 
different tempo to previous blog posts but I like it and hope you did too. Keen for your feedback as always and I'll catch you on the next one. Hey kuna.